0: welcome. Thank you for listening to this wholesome word by David Entry. The words you catch will change your world. May your story change from this message. Be blessed. Colossians chapter 2 verse 1 to 10, reading from the King James Bible. For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom I hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words for though i be absent in the flesh yet am i with you in the spirit joining and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in christ as ye have therefore received christ jesus the lord so walk ye in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities. Empowers. Here ends the reading of God's word. Amen. Father what we don't know teach us Where we haven't been take us who we are not make us Amen. All to the glory of your name Amen. and for the building the Producing building and edifying of the church Amen. in Jesus name. Amen, Amen. Hallelujah Amen. glory to Jesus last week Zomaya. Colossians chapter 1, verse 29, whereof I also labor, striving, agonizomaya. Yes, yes, yes. Striving, let's all say striving. striving. Some other translations use the word contending. Others use, so the NIV says that for this, uh, to this end, I strenuously contend with the energy Christ so powerfully works in me, Contend. Um. Contend. Other translations use "fight." That word, Agonizomaya, also means to fight, to contend, to contest, to to compete. So, uh, amplified the amplified version says that for this I labor often to the point of exhaustion, striving. He said, I'm laboring often to the point of getting exhausted. I am tired, but I labor. That's why I said the other time that the work of God you claim to do, that does not make you tired. You are not really working. A a mother who, a nursing mother who is very comfortable, doesn't do anything, sleeps and wakes up at the time you want to. No, you're a single woman. Because a nursing mother, mother, your sleep will be disrupted. Disrupted by a wonderful, lovely, adorable, terrorizing baby. <laughs> Can scream in the courts. They are very tiny, but their cry is like. Uh, it, it has a way of. Uh, the, 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 yeah. God made them so soft, so sweet, so cuddly and yet they are so terrorizing that. They terrorize you, and yet, ah, it's so sweet, so beautiful. But you can't be a nursing mother and not get exhausted at sometimes. pushing yourself to, because especially those who just come from labor world, first week, second week, third week, can be very challenging. And when you have more than one child, it's even more challenging. But striving, often to the point of exhaustion, striving with the power, striving, So to do the work of God, Paul said, "I strive." Now, as I explained, he said, "To this end, the striving has a purpose." All right, the striving we do in Christ has a purpose. You strive to achieve. Now, agonizomai actually uh, connotes doing something to obtain a certain prize. So in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, it says that you are not if you strive for masteries. You see, if a man that, say that word, strive for masteries. If a man strives for mastery, yet he is not crowned. So striving for masteries is what gets you crowned. You can't receive a crown without strife. like an athlete. You can't win a medal without contesting. No, you have to contest. You have to, that's the same word, strive. Fight for something. Push the boundaries for something. I used to be an athlete many years ago. Yes, 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 okay. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I know some of you don't believe it. But when I used to be an athlete, especially when the games are coming up, many weeks, usually three months to that time, we train regularly and we, it's not everything we eat. Because I used to be an athlete, I used to run 400, 200, and 100. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So that, that can tell you, I, am, I was an all rounder 400, 200, yeah, and I used to win all those. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the point is just because we want to win, we have sleepless nights. Just because we're doing, while others are resting, we are running. And you put a heavy sack behind you and be running on the hill. <laughs> Why? We are not just striving for fun. Are, there's, an, there's an objective. There's a crown to win. There's a crown to win. And when you finish all that after the training, you don't start when the gun hasn't gone on the tracks or you don't run on somebody's track. That's why you have to do it according to the rules. Yes, yes. So there are two things you have to be mindful of. First of all, the striving, and then two, according to the rules, the crown waits for you. So when he says that we strive here, first Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25, he also brings the same image, the imagery of an athlete, Paul. He says that, and every man, that, that same word keeps appearing. Did you see that? Every man that striveth, for their mastery is temperate in all things. In other words, you bring yourself under control because of a prize you are trying to win. You have an objective. You are trying to win a prize. And so you bring yourself under control. You are temperate. You don't let your emotions lead you. You don't let your feelings lead you. You don't, I mean, you know, that's how I feel. I, I really, I really, even... Singers, professional singers do not eat everything. And I hear footballers, professional footballers, they don't relax like the way most of us think is relaxation. There's a lot of pressure on them. They don't relax at all. So in the same way, he's using the same imagery. If you want to win a prize, you can live a normal life. You cannot have a girlfriend like everybody does, or a boyfriend like everybody does, or, you know, a, relax, a relaxing mood in certain environments like everybody does. There is, an, there is a task ahead. Paul calls it this way, he said, I have a charge to keep. First Corinthians chapter nine, from 16, 17. He said, a necessity is laid on me. There is, in fact, there's a song, a charge to keep I have, yes, a God to glorify a never dying soul to save, yes. and fit it for the skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a charge to keep. Yeah. And so I can't, I can't live anyhow. Rather, I have to strive. Yes. I have to push. Yes. Let me digress. You're a married couple. You are trying for a child. Mm. You have to push. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. There are times that are fertile seasons. Don't let Satan bring quarrels amongst you. Yes, 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 yes. Argument upon argument. The times that you have to watch out for. The season, the season that is healthy and its the potential is stronger. That is when Satan will bring hot argument between husband and wife. And for that week, they will be friends. Then when you finish, you come for to the prayer line for lay hands, hands to be laid for miracle baby. Listen, you have to. As after we have prayed, you have to also watch yes, yes, the season because they watch and pray. So we, <laughs> you have to watch out for the. See, because there is something you are trying to achieve. That's why I don't understand. You are in uni, you are in school, and you are. You are always on video games or social media. We see you too much on social media. Pastor, you are spending too much time on social media. It will affect your ministry. There's a striving to do. There is a price to pay. When you have a child, when you have children or a child who is about to write an exam, a mother, a father, you dedicate more time, spend time with the child, because don't leave it just for the tutors. Why? Because we want to win a prize. It's just, I think, I know you agree with me. It's just common sense. It's just basic responsibility of anyone who is okay. But when it comes to the things of God, it's surprising. People don't want to strive, but they expect the prize. They don't want to strive because they think God is just good. That is the same way Matthew chapter 25. That servant, He he didn't work with it. He went and hit it, expecting that, you know, master can always pull it. Some of us, when God gives us the chance to do his work or to do something, we expect that, anyway, if I do it later, God is a rewarder and God himself will touch life. No, it's amazing that he said, I strive, even though it's God who is at work in me, I also strive. We, we, now I want to just focus, take the striving a bit further so that we can have a better understanding because when you're a Christian, the Christian life, oh, thank you, Jesus. When I was growing up, and growing up in the Lord, even though I'm still growing, you never get to a place where you have matured, you finish maturing. I'm still growing. By my late Christian life, what I was made to understand, and it was a very religious approach, which is not bad, but it's just religious, is that your Christian life, the suffering of your Christian life is all about your suffering to keep yourself pure. Suffering so you don't sin. Suffering so you don't walk in sin. So many people, their Christian suffering and the price they are praying for their Christian life is all primarily about how not to sin. That is so basic. That's so basic. This is not the kind of suffering I'm talking about. The suffering here is the suffering for the producing of the church. That's an advanced level of Christian life. Advanced settings. (laughs) You know you go to seven staff, settings are easy. other ones, advanced settings. Sometimes you 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 even need uh, 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 the status of a programmer or a developer to be able to handle some settings. Advanced settings in Christian work, the striving here is not the striving so you don't fornicate. Not, that's basic. That's the striving. Uh, someone coming to ask me, Pastor, Uh I, I am married and I have a strong attraction to another woman. What, what should I do? Is this a question you should ask me? Is this a question you should ask me? Don't you know what to do? I have sexual desires for other people. So you are asking a pastor what you should do. Don't you know what you should If you've been in Christ for even one month, there are certain things that are so fundamental in your work with Christ yeah. that you don't need counseling to know what to do. You don't need counseling. I really, have to, I really want to divorce my wife. I, I don't know what to do. You should know what to do. Don't, don't go down that line. Yeah. 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 Some things are fundamental. It doesn't require counseling. You are asking for counseling because you actually want to do it. And you are looking for reasons and excuses to endorse what you want to do. That's why you're asking that. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I want that man's wife. Ah. Can you advise me? I have a feeling for somebody's wife. Advise me. It, a Christian doesn't need an advice on yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. So what I'm trying to say is that certain things are just basic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even unbelievers, I mean, it, because it's, this is, these are just virtue, matters of virtue of morality. Even unbelievers know that you can't do some things. Yeah. But no, We live in a generation mm. where unbelievers are now imposing on the church, yes. what they accept and yeah. we must accept. Absolutely. So some unbelievers in their skewed mm. thinking. Sometimes when you reject God, you become perverted. Yes. That is fundamental. When you reject God, you, you become perverted. That you can even do what animals yeah. who can think mm. won't do. Yeah. 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 When you go to the pride, the lions, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, can you imagine? I'm just talking about the lions, where they are. You know, every male lion has. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You, you, another male lion don't come and be taking uh, the female lions there. No, 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 it doesn't happen. It's just, come on, you can't do it. You'll lose your life. Unless you are very strong and you won't and even that they will fight you. Somebody's pride, don't go there. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Animals even know where not to go. Yeah. doesn't matter how much science you try and develop. okay let me animals can do some things. But in the in in name of civilization, mm. we are so civilized in our generation, in the West, that sometimes you fear for your life. Mm -hmm. I think civilization should have eliminated that. We are so civilized that I won't steal your money. So civilized that I won't be carrying a gun to threaten you. The most civilized, so-called civilized communities are where people's lives are not safe. Most unsafe is where people are claim so so supposedly, very civilized. And civilization is more about human liberties and freedom. That's how now civilization has become. And so when you reject God, your life is not safe. Mm. A society that has guns and rejects God will end up being victimized. Mm. Because if you give people power, make sure they have God. But you are cleaning God out. And instead of wanting people to have their liberties, they will extend their liberties to where they are not supposed to, and they believe that they have their rights. No boundaries. It's the God thing that brings the boundaries from within. Okay. Striving. Let me just continue. So the striving is not just striving to be a moral or striving to be a nice husband, striving to be a nice wife, even though, still, even though those things are matters of discipline if you're a Christian. Right, so that's them. But many people stay at that level. That's why I'm, I'm trying. Many people stay on that level of being, you know, virtuous, behaving well. The level of behavior is the primary level. Advanced level of Christian striving is the level that strives to build the church, and that is where the rewards come from. So when you look at Paul's text very carefully, he is talking about how he strives. He said, To this end I labor, striving. What's the end? Verse 28 talks about how we teach to present everybody perfect. So that's his aim. Everybody perfect. And he said, To this end, I'm striving. I'm striving. I'm striving. I strive. Said, so to this end, I, according to the power, that is working in me, and when you look at the text very carefully, he also said in Second Corinthians chapter eleven that above all this is verse twenty-eight. From verse twenty, he was talking about the things that he's been through. I did Jews and more. I did this. I've been through. Then I, I've been through shipwreck. I've been through that. I've been, said so many things that he has been through. That very wild things he's been through. Then the verse 28, he said, Above all these things, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily? The deep concern for all the churches. He said, I've been in shipwrecks, I've been in situations where there's no food, starvation. I've been beaten, beaten with rods, I've been in danger of armed robbers, bandits, in danger of false brethren. It's, I've been in, my life, has been in danger on the high seas. I've been in danger, but I said all these things, besides these other things, what comes on me is the deep concern daily. It's a, that is daily on my mind. The concern for the churches. That's, that's, that's the higher Christian living. How we are Christian living? The concern for the church. The concern for the church. The concern for the church. I am interested in how the church is doing. Now, that means I'm interested in how people are growing in Christ. How people are growing in Christ and how they are building other people to also grow in Christ. The aim of your singing is to build people. The aim of your action is to build people. The aim of your playing is to build people. The aim of your video work is to build people. The aim of your hosting is to build the aim of everything in church is to present people matured in Christ. The aim of the preaching, present people maturity. All of us are doing this together to make sure we are all growing. The word comes and we are all growing so we can be presented matured in Christ. To this end we strive. So you always have to remember anything you are doing for the church. You have to have this in mind. To this end, I strive that people will grow in Christ. Souls will grow and mature in Christ. Hallelujah. So watch this. This is very interesting. I want you to understand this. When you are striving, you are striving. This is what you are doing on earth. But why am I doing this on earth? If I don't get involved with people to grow, I'm a Christian. So that's fine. I'm on my way to heaven. No, because when you get to heaven, salvation is a gift, but there's another gift that is given based on your works. And so, Paul speaks about how he strives, First Corinthians chapter 9, again, verse 25. He says that for, look at this, First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25, and every man that strives for the master is temperate in all things. Now, they do this to obtain a corruptible crown but we are oh so we are striving to obtain a crown ah so paul in the early parts of his ministry he kept saying about he talking about how he's striving for a crown and do you know what towards the end of his life he he strived through towards the end of his life second Corinthians, second timothy chapter 4 verse 7 he said i fought a good fight I, I fought a good fight i've kept the i've finished my course and I because that, that's how, watch this. Then the next verse, said, therefore, now that crown is going to kick in. Yeah. Therefore, or henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown. Because of the race I've run. So when you are born again, salvation is a gift. You will still make it to heaven. But when you look at 1 Corinthians chapter um, 3, verse 8, it talks about will we receive rewards. When you get what rewards are you going to get? Now he that planted and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to what? So- not according to your salvation. Okay. Salvation Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. says, for we are saved by grace through faith. Verse 9 said, Not of works, mm-hmm. not of works, lest yes, I come to say I've done it. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to salvation, it's actually a gift. Verse it. They said that it is a, for, it's a, it's a, it's a gift. Verse eight said, but it is a, it's the gift of God, not of works. So when it comes to salvation, it's a gift. But when it comes to the rewards, it's not a gift. It's rewards are based on our labors. So it clearly, First Corinthians, we just saw First Corinthians chapter three, verse eight. It said, everybody will be rewarded according to his own not your, your pastor's labor, not. Your, your mother's labor. Oh, my mom used to be in church. My grandma, oh, bless her. She's such an amazing Christian. You, how about you? Yeah. And being an amazing Christian has a lot. Watch this. I, I, I want to update our understanding. Being an amazing Christian has a lot to do with your, to your, with your service in the Lord. Not just how nice and moral you are. It has a lot because other people are also moral Mm. without Christ. Mm. And some are even more by nature. So what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you might be a nice person and you don't hurt an aunt, but it doesn't mean you are building the church. The strength and the weight of your Christianity has everything to do with your faith and love in the Lord, which drives you to build what is most important for God, the church. So Paul said, that's how I live. He said that, I nevertheless, I do not count myself, my life dear to me, Acts chapter 20, from verse 23. Nevertheless, I do not count my life dear to me, that I might finish, that I might finish my course. Eventually, he said, I finished. Yeah. that that, that I might so that I might finish my course with joy. Mm. He did it. Can you imagine? He said, I rejoice in my suffering for you. He wanted to do the thing with joy because there is a certain strength that joy in the Lord brings. The joy in the Lord brings testimonies. Mm. You can never burn out or break down when you have joy in the Lord. That's why don't serve God with, "Hmm." hey, hey, this (sighs) thing. Well, they say we should do it. They say we should do outreach. I don't understand. Every time I have to to, to go, listen, you are missing out. You have to do it with joy. Do it with joy. That I thank my God for this opportunity to do it. Coming to church early to set up, do it with joy. Do it with joy. It's demanding, but a lot of good things in life are demanding. A lot of, or every good thing in life. Try to win an election and see how difficult it is. It's every good thing in life. is demanding. You want to have a good marriage? It's demanding. It's work. Every good thing in life is work. So, when he says, I'm striving, watch this. This I want you to. He's striving, and the aim of the striving is to present people Perfect, that's to build the church. And yet, the reason why he's striving to build the church is because he knows there is a reward. Because your life is not going to be endless on this earth. Much of it is going to be after here. And after here, that's when the reward you're about to see the reward. So he said, I press on. And First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13, verse 15, verse 16, he says that every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work. Do you see that? Uh, Look at the next verse 14. If any man's work abide by which he has built thereupon, he shall receive. hallelujah. I want God to help me to be a preacher that will awaken people's Christian consciousness about the coming reward. Wow. Because it's kind of been marginalized for a long time. Yeah. Many people don't care whether God will reward me in heaven. In heaven, I need the thing on heaven. If, you, if you, I will get marriage yeah, fine. If I will get money, yeah, fine. If I will get children, yeah, fine. I just want it here now. That is not the Christian, main Christian hope. If you are doing it just because of what you get here, it's not bad in itself but I think you are missing the better part of it. The better, Paul said, I'm about to die, I've finished my course. You have to finish it now, there. Because they are, watch, I'm about to say something very interesting, listen to me brothers and sisters. It's possible what you are believing God for on earth, you might not get it. It's possible, I mean, we are a faith church We are a faith church. I mean, you get it, okay? Okay, you'll get it. You'll get it. it. So this is how you do it. This is how you do it. From the beginning, you keep going, knowing that, let's say, you are believing God for, um, you know, we we believe God for different things. All right, so let me use twins. You are believing God for twins. And from the beginning, the pastor preached, he knew that this message is for you about God will give somebody a twin. So you've been believing God first year, five years, eight years, ten years. You, you, were, you were 25 when you started believing. Now you are 40, you are 48, you are 48, and you are 52. But you know, with God, all this. Yeah, so you, listen, what I'm trying to say, don't stop believing. Because Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, Verse 13. He said, All these believed and they died in hope, having no wow. okay. So they all these died in faith. Oh. They died in faith, having not received their promises, but they started believing God for the problem. They died. So it's not faith if He's not taking you into death. Wow. Not that it's killing you, but it's genuine faith. When in life, in death, you still believe that God is faithful. Yeah, yeah. It's genuine faith when you know that even if it doesn't show up, I know God is faithful. That it's going to show up. One way or the other, it will show up. That's genuine faith. But a faith that you give it only a time frame. You give it time frame. Even though your life is time framed. Even though your life is time framed, don't time frame your faith. Because I've seen people who are the, towards the, the impossible times of their life, God shows up. You're believing God for your child to make it into that school. She never made it. Why, but why do you want that, uh, him to go to that school? Because if he goes to that school, he went up in this school. She he never, the child never made it. So he's been in other schools for 15 years, but eventually found themselves at the end of not the school, but what that school would have produced, God still produced it at the end of your years. Yeah. So don't time frame your, oh, it's just this. God is faithful. I don't, I don't know who I'm talking to. God is faithful. Yeah. But the truth of the fact is that you are believing God for something now. Yeah. And it might not happen. It might not happen. Absolutely. I want you to know it will happen. Yes. Okay. But just in case it doesn't show up at the time you want, yeah. you will think it never happened. Yes, yes all these died in faith having not obtained the promise don't forget that (laughs) all these died in faith not having uh, obtained the promise Mm. they didn't give up they died in faith abraham died believing that what god has said he would do it Mm. he's held on he's held on to the end because the faith was not based on what is seen Mm. The faith was based on what is not seen. Faith is the substance of things hopeful, evidence of things not seen. It's an evidence. So whether I've seen it or not, not, it's not important. I know my marriage is settled. Uh, So there are people I value and respect so much whose drive for God have not changed. They They didn't get changed because something didn't happen. It doesn't happen, but they have not changed. They the the consistency is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Your consistency, same, same. That's that's a de- depiction of maturity. That's right. Same, same same. Same. Same in spite of all that the devil throws at you. Same because your your trust in God and your service to God is not conditional. It is not conditional. Same. Somebody say same. Same. But the truth of the fact is how many of you have believed something from God? You are going for the interview and this will change your story. You really believed God and you didn't get it. Oh, yes. So there are times what you're expecting from God will not happen. You expected different report from the hospital and it wasn't, it didn't so. So what what I'm saying is that sometimes you can believe God for something. And it wouldn't happen mm. but not for reward at the end of your life yeah. that is always guaranteed Hallelujah. that marriage might not be guaranteed mm. that healing mm. might not be guaranteed mm. that five bedroom mansion mm. might not be guaranteed yes yeah. that child who is a genius an einstein mm might not be guaranteed a lot of physical things a lot of physical things we are pushing ourselves for and some of us we have managed we have managed to find ourselves in church using god to achieve what we want it's what you've always wanted. But now you find this preaching that this pastor's been preaching about how God will fix that for you, how God will get you a, a, a stable husband, how God will do that for you. He will give you a better job. He will upgrade your living. That's why you are in church. You are in church just for material gain. No wonder preachers that are telling you to agonize for the kingdom, it is annoying to you. I'm telling you, you are not on the highway of Christianity. You are living for yourself. Yes. Wow. This is a very hard preaching. Yes. You are living for yourself. That is why everything you want in life, and you are using Christ like a vending machine. Mm. Using Christ for your own aim. That's why you get so disappointed when it doesn't happen and you're upset with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have done this for me. Why did you allow my sister to die? <laughs> So, 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 he's just there to make you happy. Please, that's in your dreams. God is not there to make us happy. We have been called to fulfill his purpose. Yes. Thank you, yeah, We have to fulfill his purpose. So, the striving must have this at the back of your mind. He says that if you strive, you re, verse 14, you receive a reward, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. You receive a reward. Verse 15 talks about if you don't strive lawfully, you lo- you suffer. Lo- can you imagine? People go to heaven and you have suffered losses. That's what this preaching is trying to, to, to avoid or trying to help you to cut down. Losses. We, I want to preach so we can cut down losses when we get to heaven. Yes, yes, yes. I want carries people who are in Charis and people who follow Pastor David online, and people who follow the mission of courage I want that by the time we get to heaven, the losses have been severely minimized Amen. because of the kind of preaching you have, you have been hearing has charged you to focus on what gives greater rewards. That's right. That's why the church you attend matters. Martins, yeah. And the preacher you listen to matters. Martins, absolutely. So he says that you suffer losses. but you yourself, you'll be saved. Yes. Yeah, he like said, salvation is guaranteed. You, have to, you didn't have to work for it. When it comes to salvation, you don't have to work for it. But when it comes to our God is admiring, yes. you is yours. Yes. For the building, not just for avoiding fornication. For the building of the church, get busy building the church. And when you are so busy to build the church, can you imagine you have been asked to come and, uh, we have a service tomorrow, come and preach. If your girlfriend is tempting you, that's not the time you you go. Because the preaching ahead, you really have to believe God to do well. (laughs) When you have value for the work of God and you want to do it well, your problems, what tempts you becomes less because it won't be on your mind. It will come, but there's something bigger, something more important. That's why when people, the older people grow, the more they are not easily tempted by what young people get tempted. Oh yeah, why? Because the older you grow, the greater the weight of the responsibility on you. In the same way, when the responsibility for building God's work is on you, temptation is not the biggest thing that, that you have to fight with. It's not the biggest, I'm not saying you don't get tempted, you can't fall. You can, you can be tempted. When your sense of mission gets diluted, then other things begin to gain weight in your life. So when people get tempted and they fall, it's because they got distracted. And any of us at all can be distracted, apart from those who keep the main thing, the main thing. They keep their focus. Stay focused. Stay focused. Tell somebody, you got to stay focused. Yeah. There are rewards ahead. In fact, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Ooh, I like that text. It's a casting lot. Cast not. Let's not read it out from the screen, if you can see the screen. Let's go. Cast not away therefore your confidence. We shall great has great recompense of reward. When are these rewards going to show up? At the coming of the Lord. It might not be immediate. That's why you have to be willing to wait to the end. You have to be willing to wait. It's Most of it is at Matthew chapter 16, verse 27. When the Lord is coming, he's coming with rewards. Yeah. Revelation chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20 says that, For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and he shall reward Ah, So it's when he's coming, he's bringing rewards. Yeah. Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. He said, Behold, I come quickly, for my reward is with me. When he's coming, he's coming with rewards. Yeah. So don't expect it now, 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 no, God, now, what the- Don't worry. Stay at it. Stay at it because when he's coming, he's coming with you. When we meet him, you'll meet him and you see the rewards he has for you. Hallelujah. I I, I believe God will say to somebody here, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he said that I strive. So you see the striving is towards the work of God. Now look at where we are, the key place we are now. In chapter 2, verse 1. He says that, for I would that ye know what great, that's same word. This is agon. The other one is agonizomaya. This is agon. It's the same root word, striving. The same, he I wish you know the great conflict, that same strive I have for you. I'm striving for you. Paul said, this is talking about the church. Give us another translation, um, Amplified. Amplified says that, For I want you to know how great a struggle, see the word struggle. Yeah, that is right, I'm struggling. How we struggle I have for you and those believers, not everybody. in I like the way Amplify put the believers because people will assume he's talking about everybody in Laodicea, no, not people he's going to do evangelism to. This is talking about people who are already saved and are in the church. He said, I want you to know how I'm struggling for you. So so listen to this. This struggle is not just for evangelism. This struggle is for nourishing of those who have been evangelized and are in the church. This is very important. It's strengthening and building the church. Evangelism is so important, that's where people come in. We reach out. And a Christian's job is fundamental, It's, it's just a part of Christianity to reach out to people. To reach out to people. So it says that, uh, let's, let's look at a different translation, the American Standard Version. For I would have you know how great I strive for you and for them at Laodicea. Um, English Standard Version. English Standard Version said, I want you to know the great struggle I have for you. Go back to verse 29. The great struggle. Did you see the word struggle there? Yes. That's the same word. So, so it that for... I toil, struggling. Now the next verse, I have a great struggle. So it's the same word. So it's linked. I have a great struggle. I want you to know, I don't, I, won't, I don't want you to be ignorant about this struggle I have for you. New Living Translation says that, for I want you to know how much I have. This is there. I have agonized for you and for the church at Laodicea. I'm so happy that he uh, uses the word, the church allowed this year. No people allowed this year. There are people who have made Christian duty about social work. That's a strong point I'm making. That's, it looks like that's the essence of Christianity in certain parts of the world sharing food, helping people, and that's all, that's all. Helping people so you can look good and a nice person. That's not our main focus. So don't reduce Christianity to being a nice person in the community. Others are even uh, now becoming even nicer. Oh, nice. And others, yeah, I like that. Others are becoming militantly nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you see them, hey, look, what can I do for you? How can I help you? They are exceptionally nice. Some of it is uh, it's like this is fake. Yeah. They have to be so nice to make a statement that, you see, we see, I'm a nice person. Mm-hmm. Good people, they will, uh, they will help you. Yes. So they, they are not, they are, and they are, but they are, they are some bad, behave Christians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that if you go into business with them, they, they, they are likely to, yeah. even if they will not do you because at least the basic Christian principle is that, they will not work. the business will collapse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying all Christians, but yeah. they, it's not determined by those human boundaries. But what I'm talking about is our working and our laboring From the scripture, you may not agree with me, but I'm telling you, from the scripture, the New Testament labor, real labor for the believer is laboring for the church. When I say laboring for the church, I'm not just saying come and serve and get active in church. It's all part of it. But your heart is to make sure the work of God, the church of God is building, is being built. People are growing in the Lord. People are getting established in the Lord. So we put in all kinds of systems that will help. The aim is to help establish people in the Lord. And you must be part of it. It must be part of your thinking. Even sometimes the courses you choose. To read, you must have that in mind. I, I want to do this course so that when I'm, I'm good at that, I'll use that also because I can tell this is an area that the church can use. Some of us have good expertise and exposure so long as professional journey is concerned. And you, you never translate it to into the church. How come you are a big, watch this, how come you are a big estate agent or you work with the best estate agents agents that deal with all kinds of problems? You know corners, you know and it has never had an, a positive impact on the church. When you meet him, I don't know what kind of reward you are going to ask him. <laughs> Everything we do in life must have, that. we must use that to build the church. You have to work. Yeah. Why, because you have to live. If you don't work, it's not, I mean, it's not if you say he doesn't work, it doesn't work, that's, you know it. So everybody must work. It must be busy. And if you don't work, you can't die early. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. You can die. Yes, yes. You can die. Early. So when you are even on retirement, when you go on retirement, try and get yourself busy. Can't be active. Don't say I'm on retirement. <laughs> 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 you are likely. All <laughs> <Or> unrest. All <laughs> unrest. So the following <laughs> 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 someone, someone. It's a blessing. Please, have it on your mind. I am speaking as a Christian preacher. Mm. Have it on your mind that in my lifetime, I will make sure much of my strength, my resources, my abilities, my energies will be invested in building the body of Christ. Work to, of Work to build the house of God. 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 It's not a song. Please, Please, if I fail to say these things because somebody might not like it, I've failed your destiny. Mm -hmm. I've failed your, I don't know what, people, we are here for different reasons and we are here for church really mainly. But church without being challenged to do what Christ has asked the church to do is really under, uh, living below our standard. Mm -hmm. So permit me, there's a burden on my heart. Mm -hmm. Let's build the work of God. Let's build the church. Any means you can. Sometimes you might not get the time to do A or B, but make sure you are, if you can't do that, you can do this. Every, every way, every means. You must, in the past, pastor, there are people who will. They are alive. They have made their will. When I die, my child. this is my first child gets, this is my second child gets, and then the rest of it is to go to the church. Church of England, Catholic Church, Methodist Church, very soon. I'm telling you, there are people who will carry you. Are, you add the church to your will. Yes. Because you are going to meet him, the owner of the church. You are going yes. to meet him. Yes. Add the church to your will. Some people even struggle to give because they said the pastor's shoe is nice. Wow. <laughs> they feel comfortable to give when the pastor looks like he has been pulled out of a bomb blast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is also demonic mind- mindset. Yes. Yes. So it's important. Build a church. This one is advanced level of Christianity. So I'm just changing advanced settings, advanced settings. Just how this is advanced, advanced settings. Advanced settings of Christianity. The advanced settings of Christianity. The advanced settings of Christianity. The advanced settings of Christianity. Build a church. Change your approach. Be reoriented to have a church building program on your mind. Go on missions. Young lady, you want to say that well, as soon as I'm married, we will, will challenge my husband. We have to go on missions. We have to go on missions. Let's move. Let's move. Let's build a church. Let's move. Build a church. I know your name is not Paul, but build a church. Go for missions. Have it on your heart. Because then the thing is, the older you grow, the less you want to do it. Because your life is very complicatedly settled in a place. Sometimes it's, it's, it's different. Build the church. Advanced setting of the church. The advanced setting is to have a mindset that builds the church. Unbeliever can never have that. Yes, 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 An unbeliever will have interest in, oh let me help the church. That this church has let me help. They actually love it when they see the church is struggling. So they look important. That we are nice people. Let me help the church. Let me help. That's all. That's social work. But I'm talking about building the church for Christ. You know your commitment to Christ. That unbeliever cannot do. An unbeliever. And God has never committed the building of the church to unbelievers. They can't do it. But building the church calls for striving. Calls for struggling. Pushing yourself beyond. Come out of your comfort zone to build the church. Get in the choir, That's something to the choir. Oh, but the people there, you know, I'm higher than them. Excuse me. Get it there. I don't understand when people want to release an album. Christian album. You are a Christian. You want to be the music album and yet you are not part of any choir or any Uh, your local church, you can't, they don't even receive any blessing for you, and yet you think the body of Christ, you are ready to bless the body of Christ. Yeah, you are not feeding your your children. You want to go and feed homeless people, but your children can't eat. You can't can't even feed your own children. It looks like some hypocrisy is going on here. Is somebody getting something? Yes, 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 yes. The advanced settings of the church. So, Colossians chapter 2 said, for I would that uh, you knew what great conflict I have for you. And not only for you. oh Those in Laodicea. Yeah. And not only those in Laodicea. Three categories of people. He said, I have a great struggle. I'm struggling for you. And I want you to know uh, the struggle I have for you. And they said, uh, and for you. And for those in Laodicea, And for as many have not seen my face. People who have not met physically, they haven't seen me. I have a bedding for them. Who you want to be a blessing to. But it starts with the you, who are listening to you can. It starts there. And then those who are next to the yous, they are in the overflow. Mm. And then others who one day, and so nowadays I realize that when I'm preaching, I must think about people who are not live now. Those who are online, they are the others in Laodicea whose face I've not seen. But then those there are people who later will come and listen. Yeah. Next week, next year. And this thing, we or six years later, seven years later, twenty years later, if Christ tarries, we must have them all. It's just the body. I want to build the body, not only now, but then because when I do it for you, I know I might receive some applause. I pause to say because you shouldn't preach for applause. Yeah. <laughs> you preach for convictions. Yeah, but yeah, right. But I, my, I my, oh, you might say, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, bless me. Or someone who is watching say, uh, comment. Please keep your comments coming, okay? Nice ones. <laughs> it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. But there are people, so then if I bless you, you are likely, when God touches you, to bless me. But if I'm not thinking about people who I may never meet, who I may never know, who by the time they even know about me, I'm, 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 I'm being, going to be with the Lord. Yeah. Then you are not talking about what you are getting from what you are doing. Laodicea. And Laodicea has appeared in the scriptures quite a few times. That's why I'm saying that it's not every, watch this, not everything written by Apostle Paul made it into the Bible. Not everything written by him was under inspiration. They were good, anointed, but not under inspiration. So the fact that someone was also inspired, or someone also be, was around uh, Peter, the Gospel according to Thomas, it's not the word of God. It's not canon, It's not the word of God. If it's not in the Bible, it's not the word of God. It might be good word. It might be historic. It might be historical. It might be good information, extra-biblical information, very authentic. But it doesn't mean it's the word of God. Yes. Gospel according to Philip. What's the meaning of that? We don't need a gospel. It's another gospel. So, Paul also wrote to the Laodiceans. In fact, he mentioned the Laodiceans in um, chapter 4, verse 13, verse 15, verse 16. Can you imagine? The people were important to him. Look at chapter 4, Colossians chapter 4, verse verse 13. I I bear him record that he has a great zeal for you and them that are Laodicea and Herapolis. Look at verse 15. Again, salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Memphis, and the church that is in his house. Verse 16. He said, and when these epistles were among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans. And this it says that, and that, and that ye likewise read the epistle. So he actually also wrote to. But there's no book of Laodiceans, but there's Colossians. But he also said in Colossians that read the one from Laodicea. So it's like if you leave your Christian life looking for that message for the Laodiceans, <laughs> you, <you've not> <laughs> yeah. that one. thinking that that will cover other things concerning marriage which Paul didn't touch. <laughs> Laodiceans chapter 1, verse 28. <laughs> you can marry your brother. Hey. 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 Oh. It's another gospel hallelujah so and in Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 yeah. jesus wrote a letter these laudishians are important people yeah unto the church of the laudishians wow right jesus gave a letter to them but we didn't paul wrote to them but not, there's no book in the bible called Laodiceans. so those who think that everything must be added to the bible to make it complete right. the bible is already complete you don't need any, anything outside is not the word of God. Yeah. It might be good information, good, very great information, but listen, it's not the word of God. And the Bible is not the words of God. It's the word of God. There are two different things. It doesn't contain the word of God. It is the word of God. It doesn't have some words from God. It is the word of God. Two different things. So, so it says that, that see that's read, to, uh, 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 no, I said red. Colossians, he said the Laodiceans as well. So he mentions, that La- I have a great concern for those in Laodicea and those outside. Let me finish, and add, let me add the verse 2 and finish it. Look at the verse 2. His concern for them. Look at his concern for them. That their hearts might be comforted. I want you to know, he said, I want you to know the great, the great struggle I have for you and those in Laodicea and people have not seen. In other words, people my ministry is reaching to, yeah. what's my concern? That their hearts might be comforted. Mm. Comfort. And the, the word translated comfort is parakeleo. Parakelew, you know, Holy Ghost, the comforter, parakaleo, which also means someone who comes alongside mm. you. It actually means encourage. So when we say comfort, some translations use, ah, uh, is there, uh, encouraged here they say that their hearts might be encouraged. Their hearts might be encouraged. Sometimes you need an encouragement to continue doing what you are doing in the Lord. Yeah. You can't grow in the Lord without something encouraging you. That's why sometimes we share testimonies here, to encourage someone to keep going, keep going, to keep going. I always target that when I preach, somebody will be encouraged. Somebody will be comforted. He'll be comforted. And then the comforted will be disturbed. Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm very comfortable. The comfortable, sorry, will be disturbed. So the point here is that I said I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. To this end, I do this thing. And then he says, like, I'm struggling that your hearts, not your mind, The the Christian walk is a walk from the heart. Your hearts will be comforted. Sister, I pray that today may God comfort your heart. Brother, I pray that may God comfort your heart. Maybe there's a pastor friend watching. Pastor, I pray that God will comfort your heart. One of the things that come is endemic when it comes to pastoral work. Mm. It's part of the territory. It's betrayal. Sometimes people will be smiling with you. And they will kiss you. They are selling with a kiss. Judah, did, did you betray me with a kiss? At least betray me with a kick. Why are you betray with a kiss? You give me an assurance that I can relax, I can rest, I can trust you. Why you do you give me that assurance when you are selling me? Mm. But it's part of the pastoral work because it's human nature. Okay. So I might be talking to a pastor who feels betrayed. You might be listening to me. I want you to be encouraged. Faithful is he who called you, yes. who also will do it. So be encouraged. Pastor, be encouraged. Keep going. Keep on keeping on because there's a reward ahead. Hallelujah. Praise Let your hearts be comforted. Let your heart. And next week, I'm going to pick up on, I realize that for your heart to be comforted, he said, I struggle, I'm struggling for you that your hearts will be comforted or encouraged being. So it looks like the being must be in place so the comfort will happen. Being knitted together in love. That lone ranger Christianity won't take you anywhere. It won't take you anywhere. As for me, that's why I'm just at home. I just keep making sure Sunday morning I watch some nice messages. And I don't want trouble because as for church people, hey, 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 hey. I think you have missed Christ. You have missed God. You've missed God. The way you are talking, you have missed God. As for church people, hmm, you never know church people. You never trust church people. Listen, human beings are human beings. And we are called to be knit together in love. That our hearts will be knit together in love. It will end up being comforted. So that you'll be comforted being knit together in love. And not just that, in, in the full Full assurance, the riches of the full assurance of the knowledge. What does that mean? It sounds very convoluted. Look at it. He said, verse 2. Unto the, all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, uh, to the adornment of the mystery of God and of the Father. And of this is quite harmful. But you realize that it's so sweet. Next, next time we continue in Jesus. Did you receive something? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. You're welcome to connect with David Entry on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also find more Spirit-filled messages from Karis Church on YouTube and all relevant streaming platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the message. Be blessed.